Good morning, everybody. Today, Bezat Shem, we'll be learning Daf Membez and Masechus Nadar. We'll start from the mission at the very top of Membez, Amud Aleph, Hamoider Hana Mechavero. We alluded to this Mishnah on Daf Lamites on Shabbos, and we will uh, reference that again. Um, as we've been talking, this parak, this fourth parak in the Darim, Ein Bein Hamudar, right? The question is, Ein Bein Hamudar, what is the topic of this parak? The idea that there are certain things that even though one person is making another not to have enough from the other, there are certain things that they could still have enough from the other um, in the sense that there's no enough. In other words, even when one makes another for, to not have enough from somebody, they could still benefit, so to speak, in certain ways. And we discussed Bikr Cholim, can a person who is not enough, that was in fact Lamates. We discussed, um, you know, paying off someone's loans, and today we have a fascinating um, idea of superimposition of a few concepts that will apply. I'm referring to the concept of Shemitah. We alluded to it a little bit on Lamates, and let's discuss that again. The basics of Shemitah are as follows, and they have to be understood in order to understand this Mishnah. When Shemitah comes, a person makes his field, so to speak, or the fruits in his field certainly makes them hefker. And then people can come and take of the fruits of that uh, person's field. Now the question is fascinating. Uh, Barry and Andrew, I don't know if you know this, Goranowitz, Barry and Andrew are going through another rough patch, I'm sorry to report. And so Barry has a field. He uh, has sworn off, Andrew cannot have any hanaf from him. Uh-oh. Now, it's Shemitah year, let's say. Can Andrew go into Barry's field at all? Well, first of all, why should he be able to go into Barry's field? Isn't that a pleasurable thing? Maybe he shouldn't be able to go into his field at all. But the thing is, is it Barry's field? During Shemitah, it's supposed to be Hefker. If it's Hefker, it's not Barry's field. And if it's not Barry's field, then Barry doesn't even have the jurisdiction the authority, as it were, to, to ban anybody from that field, right? And he certainly doesn't have the authority to ban anybody from the peros, from the fruit of the field. So now the Mishnah gets into all the details therein. What if Barry uh, made the nether before Shemitah, okay? Does, or what if Barry made the nether during Shemitah, right? All the different variables it will, uh, the, the structure here that we have is the Gemara goes through all the variables and at the end it becomes actually very simple. So it starts off with kicking around all the ideas that we just mentioned and then simplifying at the end. So what to look forward to, right, Goranowitz? So here we go. Okay, so the way the mission begins is Barry decides Andrew can't have any, he swears off Andrew can't have any hana from him and he does so just as Shemitah approaches. Okay. Eno, right, yore letoch sadehu. So now Andrew can't go into Barry's field. Ve'eno ochel mina notos. Now the notos is an interesting thing. It means he can't even eat from the fruit branches, notos, that, that extend outside the field. In other words, even during Shemitah, and we'll dice this up a little bit in the Gemara, even during Shemitah, right, even though the fruit are hefker, 
um, it's still Barry's property, or is it? We'll see. But at this point, it sounds like it's still Barry's property. But the Chiddush is that even if the fruit that extend outside the property, so now Andrew's not entering the property, and even though it's already Shemitah, Andrew cannot take, and, and therefore the fruit, you would think, are Hefker. Andrew can't take from any of the fruit, and apparently it looks like this is because Barry somehow set up the, um, the Hana, right, the Isser Hana of Andrew prior to Shemitah when he still had authority to do so prior to Shemitah. Again, had he done so during Shemitah, maybe it wouldn't work, but he did it prior to Shemitah, and as the Gemara will explain, this is going to teach us a valuable um, sort of halachic idea, which is that when you set up in motion Isra it could be that that Isra does not necessarily fall off automatically even during Shemitah. That, even, that you can say, right, that it sounds like, and we'll kick this around in the Gemara, so you'll see, it sounds like when Barry sets up that Andrew can't have enough from his field, um, when it's in jurisdiction, that Isra will continue even when it's beyond his jurisdiction. Even when he no longer has authority of, over it, he has already set up that it's also for Andrew to have any enough from it. As we will see in the Gemara, it might matter the language that Barry uses, but hold it for now. So this is a big Kiddush indeed, right? That on Shemitah itself, right, uh, Andrew still can't even have the fruit that extend uh, outside the field, which is quite a, quite a Kiddush, okay? Right, because everyone else can have it. It's Shemitah after all, okay. Now, Uva Shvius, however, if Barry made the nether on Shemitah itself, then at that point, it would still be trespassing for Andrew to go into the field, to go on to the property. Interesting, instead of notos, he could still eat the fruit on the branches of the young trees that are extending outside the field, presumably again, that the time here when Barry, right, made the nether, the fruit no longer belonged to him, right? At that point, it was already Hefker. So at that point, he has no authority to make those fruit Hefker. He still has the authority, interestingly enough, to say, I don't want Andrew on my property. That's trespassing. But whatever, whatever uh, fruit extend outside of the property, since at, it was already Shemitah when he made the nether, he did not have the authority to ask anybody not even Andrew, from the fruit, and therefore that is how our Mishnah begins. Now, how do these halachas uh, relate to food? So if you made a nether before Shemitah, right, that Andrew can't have any food-related benefit from him, then Andrew Andrew can go into his field, but he cannot eat the fruit. This is, again, similarly, if you made the nether before. However, if he made it during Shemitah, then, in fact, he can enter the field and he can eat the fruit. So it's interesting what we see here. In the beginning, so, so, so the trespassing idea is fascinating, right? In the first part of the Mishnah, Andrew can't enter his property because he was not there or not completely, right? And... Right, and we already have this parak is called Ein Bein Hamudar. So we talked about how this, how does this work 
with respect to that was the first mission on Ein Bein Amuda, right? When when you make a neder, a general neder of Hana, versus a neder, uh, in other words, if if Barry makes a general neder that Andrew can't have any Hana from him at all, so then so then Andrew can't even enter his home. That was really the first Mishnah. However, if Andrew if Barry makes a neder that Andrew can't um, benefit from specific things that he has, so then he can not right. Then, then Andrew can benefit from those specific things, but the difference, ain't bein hamuda, right? The difference is that he can still enter his home. So similarly here, that's just the difference between the first part and the second part of the Mishnah. In the first part of the Mishnah, Barry was no there that Andrew can't go, can't have any end off from him at all. And therefore he cannot trespass into his orchard, as it were. Whereas in the second part, he specifically says he can't have the fruit. And therefore Andrew technically could enter his field because during Shemitah, it is customary for people to go into the field and to eat the fruit. That is how Shemitah works. Okay, fine. So now we start from the Gemara. The Gemara says, the Gemara is going to have uh, several uh, explanations of what we think with about this following statement of Rabbi Shmuel. And like I said, it's going to kick around a bunch of different ta- um, variations and then end up in a very simple concept, a simple yesod. Fundamental idea. So it starts like this. So this is now getting into the details. What was the nether that Barry made? Okay. So according to Rabbi Shmuel, they disagreed on a lot, but they agreed on this. They agreed that Barry said, these possessions, nechasim elu, are forbidden to you. Okay. So that was Barry saying that his possessions, right, are usher to Andrew. We'll see uh, why that's significant. If that's the case, so again, Barry said these possessions. He didn't say, okay, I'll give it away already now. He didn't say my possessions. That's, that's very critical here, right? Barry didn't say my possessions because by Shvius, it's no longer my possession, right? By Shvius, it no longer belongs to Barry. So Barry specifically didn't say that it has to be his in order for it to be usher to Andrew. He specifically says that this particular field, right, parking lot A or orchard A and all of its fruit are usher to Andrew. Don't go in there, Andrew. And he said that, that's significant because that means that it was during the time that Barry still had authority to do so. It was his, in fact. If that's the case, ain Andrew cannot go into his field. He can't even eat from the fruit growing on the outside of, uh, of his field. And the, and the Chiddush is, even during Shvius, when this is no longer technically Barry's anymore, because it's Hefger, still Andrew cannot do it because Barry set the Isser in motion prior to Shvius when it was in his jurisdiction. However, if Barry made this declaration that Andrew's usher to this particular orchard A, if he did so during Shvius, then still, apparently he has still authority over the land. So he says, no trespassing, Andrew, get out of my house and get out of my orchard. But he has no jurisdiction at all during Shvius over his fruit, because after all, during Shemitah, those fruit are in fact not in his jurisdiction anymore, and therefore Andrew can loiter outside Orchard A 
and pick the fruit off of that, that extend outside of the property, and those he can have because Andrew was, did not have the authority to answer them during Shvius itself. Okay. So that is Rav Shmuel's explanation of our Mishnah. Now, Rav Yochanan Vesh Lakish, they too, as you know, Goranowitz, disagreed on many things. But on this, they agreed. They said, the Amri Tarvayu, Alecha, Lifnei Shvius, Ein Yor, oh, sorry, Nechasai. Oh, there's going to be some Musa, I think. I think so. All of it, yeah. It's hard to see it here, right? <laughs> First of all, it's funny. Shvius is one of the biggest Musars in the whole Torah. Why? Because in order to, and some of the most inspirational people that, uh, that Atar Lavi has ever encountered is the Shemitah farmers. This is a shout out to the Gerbitzes and the Shemitah farms. They once took us at, on a... Uh, our friends, our good friends in Ramat B'Shemesh, Michael and Bonnie Gerbitz, wow. took all our family to Shemitah Farms wow. on a Cholamoid uh, trip. Right. What was the line? It was the most boring uh, thing we ever did in our whole lives because you know what they do in Shemitah in the farm? Nothing. We just stood there and we said, you guys, so you guys, we were on a bus because we went to the outskirts, the borders of Eretz Yisrael. And it's a beautiful idea. Because the Gedolim say, these are simple people. They're not even necessarily, you know, they're not the most learned people. But they have a tremendous amount of Mesir Nefesh. Because they have to, can you imagine, every seven years, you just took off a whole year. Right. It's one thing to take off two weeks or a month. But to take off a whole year is an unbelievable thing. What they uh, that's it. The Torah says to take a year off. And when you take off a year and you make the land fallow, so the Gedolim said... They goes from Chaim Zatzal, and they they said that that these people on the border they're saving uh, all of the inhabitants of Klal Yisrael. Are you allowed that, to eat it, the fruits? Yeah, you're allowed to eat it. You can go, and they uh, and they have a lot of nisyonos. They have all these crazy stories. They had a contract with you know Sabar or whatever. You know they had a contract with Snuva, all these big companies to provide their eggplants or to provide their peppers and the contract fell through because they weren't coming they weren't going to give them you know the, the the fruit or the vegetables for that whole year and they had tremendous nisyonos as they were uh, but that's what the Torah says to do and they said this year we're keeping it real and it talks about all the miracles that happened in terms of you know enemies that were thwarted and in terms of their own personal right gain and wealth that was tripled and doubled by virtue of the fact that they were Moser Nefesh, and took the year off and bit the bullet, as we say in America, right? And, and, and really took a leap of faith. And is there anything more Moser than that, which is to say Hashem says to do it? You think that if you do this, you're not going to be able to make it, and you have the self-preservation sort of instinct that kicks in, and then you overcome that with faith, and you're paid uh, in triple and quadruple times over. So they told all these stories, and it was, in fact, inspiring. But as far as the kids, it was very boring, because they weren't really doing anything. But, they, but it was fascinating to meet these people. Uh, so, um, so, so, and they go around. They go around to Baltimore also. So, during Shemitah, I can go to any field that does it and just take whatever I want yeah, and sell it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, sell it? No. No, Goranowitz. You can't take it and sell it. You can only take it. You can't do schorah with it. You can just take it. Okay. 
So fine. So Rabbi Yochanan Rabbi Shlokish. How can these big companies buy this stuff and sell it? But you're talking about oats or bezin. That's a whole different thing. You're not buying and selling the the fruit. Well, there's two things. There's, there's, had to, there's three ways to handle it in Eretz Yisrael, the Shviyas. One way is just Paris, Yuvul Nochri. You just get it from outside Eretz Yisrael because the mitzvah of Shemitah is only in Eretz Yisrael. The, another way uh, is Heter Mechira, which is a like, which is like a way of you selling the land. It's not really yours. Okay, it's complicated. And another way is what's called Otzer Bezdin. The Bezdin has the authority to collect these fruit and then distribute it. But you're not paying for the actual fruit, you're paying for the distribution and like the labor costs. That's the basic outline. Be that as a mail. It's, it's unbelievable. You go for the Otzer Bezdin, you go into the, uh, you find that this you don't have in America. Uh, Barry, you don't have this in Whole Foods. Where you go into a, grocery store and you you ask like what's what's in season today because whatever they Bezdin collected that's what you're going to be able if you're doing lots of Bezdin whatever the Bezdin collected that's what you get to eat did you ever have that in Mape Chemish? yeah whatever you whatever the Bezdin collected that's what you get to eat and you don't you're not supposed to look at the at the prices and the amounts right because it can't be a regular kind of sale okay Okay, so be that as made, this is actually, you know, we learned this Le'il and Nishma Sarev Chaim Zev Milinowitz Zatzal. So he was very instrumental in implementing Otzer Bezdin in Ramat Chamesh and all over with uh, his friend Rabbi Weiss. Okay. Okay, Rabbi Yochanan Reish Lakish, Darmi Tarvayu, Nechasai Alecha. So Rabbi Yochanan Reish Lakish disagreed on a lot. By this they agreed that the case does not have to be, this is a bigger Chiddush, Barry, uh, when he says, like Rav Shmuel says, Nechasim Elu Alecha, then what Barry is saying is that this field is always going to be us regardless of, of ownership. However, Yochanan Rishlakish says that, he, that Barry said something else. He said, Nechasai, my field is forbidden to you, Andrew. So if he makes such a declaration and answers Andrew before Shemitah comes, then the halacha is that Andrew cannot enter his field. Nor can he eat of his fruit. However, he shvius, right? Once Shemitah comes, okay, So, so Rabbi Yochanan Reish what's the main difference? Is that even though the neder, right, before was before Shvius, and he says, my fields, still it works, right, during Shvius, but if he makes such a nether during Shvius, then you can't go into, the, then Andrew cannot go into his field, and he can't eat the notos. Now, what's the machlokas between Rav Shmuel and Rabbi Yochanan and Lakish's approach? So, says the Gemara, Leima b'halka miflagi, the Rav Shmuel sabri, Adam oiser dover shibir shuso, afilu lakshi mir shuso. In other words, Rabbi Shmuel holds, right, that Andrew, that, that Barry can make something that's currently in his ownership, usher to Andrew, for even, even when it comes out of his ownership. And Ryochan Reish Lakish holds, right, that you cannot do that. A person can't make something usher, right, for after it leaves. Which is to say, uh, right, which is to say once, that, that, that's the machlokas. Now, why would that really, uh, how is that reflected, right? Because the way Rabbi Yochanan Reish Lakish say it 
is that even though the ned there was before Shemitah, right, in the case of Rav Yochanan Meshlakish, the way they understand the Mishnah is that Barry made the nether before Shemitah, but the Isra is still lifted once Barry's Rishus is lifted, right? Higia Shviyas, says the, right, Gemara, Eina Notos. It sounds like even if Barry made the nether before. So again, just to review, just to review, in the case uh, Ravish, again, Ravish Shmuel and Ryochan Shlakish arguing what the case was. Ravish Shmuel s- seems to say, and this is what the Gemara is saying now, that, that again, Barry tri- triggered the Isser prior, according to Ravish Shmuel, Barry triggered the Isser prior to Shemitah, and the Isser remains during Shemitah, at least on the field. Whereas, whereas according to Ryochan and Shlakish, the Isser falls off. Eino yorid letoxadeu. And, and therefore, Eino yorid letoxadeu. So why can he enter? Avahu ochalatanotos. Even though he, Barry made, again, in the case of, right, in the, in the case of, right, Rabbi Shmuel say that the whole case is that ochal minat, Eino yorid letoxadeu, aval ochal minat notos, is ve'im b'shviyas nadar? You see that you have to look at the nuances. So I'll 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 tease it out, Barry. What Riochan and Rishlakish say they're arguing about is the same case that Rabbi Shmuel say ve'im b'shviyas nadar. That's what the halacha is the same, right? In other words, what Rabbi Shmuel say the halacha is when when you made the neder during shemitah is what Riochan and Rishlakish say the halacha is when you made the neder before shemitah, right? That's the same halacha. That of course, right, Ochel Minanotos, right, is going to be allowed according to uh, uh, during Shemitah. So again, just to review, Ravishmol, because this can be confusing, even though it's going to be very not confusing at the end. Ravishmol says that once Shvi, once Shemitah comes, right, if Barry makes the nether that Andrew can't enter his property at all during Shemitah, so then. Of course, Andrew can't trespass, but he can eat the, from the fruit. Okay, Rav Yochanan and Rish Lakish say that that would be the halacha even if Barry made the nether before Shemitah. Wow. Sounds like Rav Yochanan and Rish Lakish hold that even though Barry made the nether before Shemitah, right, that Andrew, right, still, right, he geshvius, right, even, even so, right, ochel et note. He could still eat the fruit. That's the Chiddush. Okay? The Chiddush is that, that Andrew can eat the fruit, right? Even though Barry made the, right, the, the uh, again, that according to Yochanan Rish Lakish, the Machlokas is as follows. In the case where Barry made the nether before Shemitah, right? Rav and Shmuel are going to say that Andrew can't even eat the fruit. That the fruit are still going to be usher if he made, if Barry made the nether before Shemitah. Whereas, um, Rav Yochan and hold that when Barry made the nether, right, even if he made it, right, so if he made the nether before Shemitah, right, then Ochel Huetanotos, he can already eat the fruit. So, the big machlokas here is, can the fruit be eaten 
on Shemitah if you made the nether before Shemitah, right? According to Rav Shmuel, as long as Barry made the nether before Shemitah, then even once Shemitah hits, the Isser stays on the fruit. According to Rabbi Yochanan Reish if you made the nether before, even if you made the nether before Shemitah, the Isser falls off of the fruit and Andrew can eat the fruit. And that's why the Gemara is going to say, the Rav Shmuel says that even though, right, Shemitah came, as long as Barry makes the nether prior to Shemitah, that Isser is going to remain on the, on the fruit even once the fruit leave his jurisdiction. Whereas Rabbi Yochanan Reish Lakish hold that Ein Adam that even when Barry made it the nether before the fruit that before the shemitah that iser will fall off of the fruit. Okay, that's as clear as I think I could say it. Okay, so again, I know I'm repeating myself because this is important. <laughs> that the point where they, of departure because you have to tease it out is. Barry made the nether before Shemitah that, that Andrew can't have any hanah. According to Rav Shmuel, that nether is going to extend onto the fruit even into Shemitah. Where, where, so long as Barry made the nether before, when he still had the jurisdiction. Whereas Rav Yochan and Rav are going to hold that as soon as Shemitah hits, even if Barry made the nether prior right to Shemitah, as soon as Shemitah hits, the fruit are going to be mutter because after all, the, the fruit have now come out of his jurisdiction. And so the essential question is, if Barry makes a nether while it is still in jurisdiction, does that nether extend even beyond that point when the fruit are no longer in his jurisdiction? Or does the nether fall off because he doesn't have the authority to make something usher, right, beyond the point where he has a jurisdiction over that thing? That's the machlokas. So now the... Why, why are you doing Israel, you know, when Shemitah comes? Why, why they let the no, they, 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 they typically would collect it, yeah. So now, Vitisbara, mi ikalamanda amar. Right, in other words, you could collect it and you could eat it. There's no isr achila. You could collect it and you can eat it. You just can't uh, use it for commerce. Okay. So I can go to Israel and live good, go from one field to the next? Uh, I suppose so, yeah. Vitisbara, uh, but make sure you don't get, uh, you don't get arrested. You have to make sure that the per, that the that the farmer is keeping shemitah. Okay, v'tisbara. Uh, uh, can you think that? Okay, so the gemara says, does this make any sense? That that's the machlokas. amar. This is a counterintuitive thing. amar. Is there anybody who thinks like that that once Barry sets something in motion and makes it usher before shemitah that it that it loses that Isser? In other words, you would have thought, of course, once it leaves your jurisdiction, you would have thought like a Yochanan Mishlakish, that once it leaves your jurisdiction, Barry, that you no longer have authority over it. Apparently, that's the Chiddush. Apparently, that's that the default, and the thing that everybody would think is that, in fact, it remains Osir. Okay? That's what the Gemara is saying. The Gemara says, wait, Yeah, because now the Gemara is pointing out the other little nuance in the difference. Don't forget, Rav Shmuel said that Barry said Nechasim Elu. He made it specific to these Nechasim, but he specifically didn't say mine, right? By saying it like that, right, he kept it open-ended and that increases the possibility that it's going to be usher even past the time that it is in fact his. Whereas Rabbi Yochanan Reish Lakish said Nechasai, that the case was when Barry said 
my nechassim. Well, of course, when he said my nechassim, it's going to fall out of his jurisdiction once it's no longer his. So if it's true that where Yochanan and Rish Lakish hold is that it no longer, right, is that it's no longer usher because it's no longer in his jurisdiction, so then the machlokas should have been ben nechassim elu because that would have been a bigger chiddush. Once you say nechass, once you say that, then v'choshchein ben nechassai. Then of course it would be a choshchein that when Barry says it has to be my nechassim, right? If we're saying that there's a fundamental thing of yochan veishlakish that once nechassim are out of Barry's jurisdiction, they're no longer usher. So then of course, uh, then that would be true even if Barry said nechassim elu. And, the, and, right, that even if Barry said, just this field is usser, right, Orchard A is usser, so then it would be mutter once Shvius uh, comes, despite the fact that Barry said specifically Orchard A and didn't mention that it was his, that it had to be his, right? And if Rabbi Yochanan Rishlakish would say that that orchard was mutter, on, that those pairs were mutter on Shemitah, then certainly if Barry had said, my nechassim, then certainly it would have been mutter on Shemitah. So why are they using the case of Mayin Nechassim? That's the lesser Chiddush, right? Because when you use the case of Mayin Nechassim, then when Barry says Mayin Nechassim, so then that's the reason why Rabbi Yochan and Reish Lakish say that once Shemitah comes, it's no longer Aser, because it's no longer Barry's Nechassim. It's because of the language of the Neder. But if you're going to say that it's not because of the language of the Neder, but it's fundamental, so then why do you use the case of Mayin Nechassim? You made it seem like maybe it's for that reason that they're mutter to Andrew. So why do you use that case? That's number one. Vesu, and also... It's not really true. We don't really think that Rish Lakish and Ryochana would hold that. Why? Because Hatznan, we've learned in the Mish we will learn in the Mishnah and Mimzain. Then in fact it isn't true that the Isra falls off. Because the Mishnah says, A sad case. A father says to his son, I don't want you to have any enough for me. Right? Like the jazz singer. <laughs> wow. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. Anyway, Mace Yirashenu. So then once the father dies, right, so Neil Neil Diamond uh, inherits him. Uvamoso. However, if he said that I don't want him to have Hana for me, not in my lifetime or in death, as we turn to Mbezum Mbez, he may Shenu. Look at that. A father could say, I don't want this jazz singer son of mine to have to have Hana for me, not during my life. Or during my death. It works. So, Barry, everybody holds that you can ask for something. And you can ask for your nechassim, even posthumously, right? And, and, and it never falls off. I, it doesn't, he doesn't own it anymore once he's dead. He has no earthly possessions. He managed, but we hold that you can do it. We'll see that. So the Gemara says, no, no, no. Shiny hacha. That second difficulty, not so bad. The ka'amar lay b'chayi Yeah. The chiddush is that you can't set, the, it's not like, Rabbi Yochanan Shalka said you can never set it up. If you're explicit about it, you can. So let's say Barry had said that Andrew is also to him, you know, before Shvius and after Shvius and during Shvius, so that those that Orchard A is off limits to Andrew, maybe he could have. Mikal Makam, however, the Gemara says, Kasha, the first issue is still an issue. Right? The first issue is why did he use that language of Nechasim of Nechasai instead of Nechasim Elu to teach you the lesser Chiddush. So the Gemara says like this. No, let's say uh, that's not really what the Machlokas is. Let's say the Machlokas is as follows. Nechasim Elu. It has to be that the case is not that, he, that Barry said, right, that the Yochanan Reshalkish case is not where Barry said Nechasai, but rather when he said Nechasim Elu. And it's a level playing field, as it were. No pun intended. 
where in both in the case of Rav Shmuel and in the case of Yochanan Shlakish, Barry said Nechasim Elu. He just said Orchard A is Asher to Andrew. Okay, so in that case, Kule Ama Lo Pligi. Everyone would agree, love on the rocks. Nechasim Elu Kule Ama Lo Pligi. That in that case, um, both Rav Yochanan Shlakish and Rav Shmuel would agree, right? That when Barry said that Orchard A is Asr, that those fruit are going to be Asr. Kipligi, where do they disagree? Benachasai. The Machokas is when, when Barry said it has to be my Nechasim. Where Rav Shmuel Savri, Loshan Nechasim Elu, Loshan Nechasai. Rav Shmuel says whether you say Nechasim Elu or Nechasai, Adam Oyser. Barry can forbid those fruit even after they leave his jurisdiction, whether he says it's my Nechasim or Nechasim Elu. Okay? Rabbi Yochanan Shlakish Savri, Nechasim Adam Oyser. Nechasai ain't Adam Oyser that that uh, it does matter that if Barry says Nechasai unlike Rav Shmuel says say that Nechasai will still work to Aser during Shemitah Rabbi Yochanan Shlakish would hold that when Barry says that it's Nechasai it has to be my fruit so then once he loses jurisdiction over the over those fruit when Shemitah comes he can no longer Aser Andrew to have them. Okay, but now the Gemara says, Is there really anybody who's going to say, as we were suggesting that Rav Shmuel say, that it doesn't matter whether Barry says Orchard A is Usser or my Orchard is Usser? After all, that's none. And we're going to learn in the Mishnah in Menvav. Uh, we're going to be really prepared for Menvav of Zion, Barry. Andrew's not going to know what's flying because <laughs> he's in Israel. That's none. Andrew, we miss you. I don't know, I don't know, it's a good question. What day is Andrew coming back? Uh, we're going to find out, I don't know. We have to text him. A person who says, This is, this is how we started our parak, Barry. A person says, Barry said to Andrew, Yeah, I'm making a net, you can't come to my house. Or you can't purchase my field. No, this is a bad case. This wasn't the case. It was somebody else who did this. And if, right, once that person, once that house or those fields are no longer in his jurisdiction, he sells the house. So what are you saying? He can't, Barry, <laughs> Barry sells his house to Goranowitz. So what does that mean? That Andrew can't go to Goranowitz's house because Barry said it? Mutter. Now, of course, once it's Goranowitz's house, of course he could go. Or Levi Zeshani Nichnas. If, however, Barry said, you can enter my house or, right, you can't, Right, purchase my fields. So if he sells the house or the field to Gorano, it's Aser. Ah, so what's the difference? Basi versus, right, Baise. In other words, the Mishnah is going to teach us on Menvav that that is the critical distinction. That if Barry says, you can, as, um, as we approach the, the end of this Gemara at the auspicious time of 6.13 a.m., if Barry says, right, to, to Andrew, you can never enter this house, so then it's going to be usher. It all depends on Nechasai versus Nechasim Elu. That's what the Mishnah and Memvav clearly teaches us, Barry. That Barry says to Andrew, you can never enter this house, then, then it doesn't matter whether he sold the house to Goranowitz. Andrew is, Barry had the authority then to make that apartment or that house usher to Andrew forever. So even, so it's an amazing chiddush, that even when he sells the house, Andrew's like, you know, Gerardo says, can you come to my house for Shabbos? And Andrew says, oh, no, man, I wish I could, but I've been, I've been prohibited 
forever by, by Barry from entering. Barry, That's incredible. Barry, what were you thinking? All right. It was a moment. It was a moment of weakness. But if Barry used specifically language, you can't come to my house, so then, of course, once he sells it to Goranowitz, of course Andrew could go there. That's a very fundamental idea in the, in the Dharm. And nobody would disagree with this. And so up until now, we've been saying that that was the whole difference between Rav Shmuel versus Yochanan and Shlakish. And now we're seeing that we have this fundamental Mishnah that says that this language is something that nobody would disagree with. It's like a Stam Mishnah, right? So how do you reconcile this? So now the Gemara says, Ela ki amir, Rav Yochanan and Shlakish. Uh, for the base of Mikdash. So yeah, what you're saying is we started in the very beginning of Masechus Nadarim with the Kinuyim, the Lashinus, right? How Konam really comes from the word Korban. You're making it usher. There are parallels, right, between Nadarim and Hekdesh, right? Because Hekdesh, after all, is a kind of a form of Nether. Don't forget, we also had parallels to Nazirus, which is not really so much uh, a specific to, to Hekdesh and Beis Mikdash. So there are parallels. That's true. But this existed outside of the base of Mikdash. Anyways, says the Gemara, Gemara concludes, in the end of the day, this is what I promised you was going to be simple. It's simple based off of the fundamentals of the Mishnah and Minvav, as follows. That Rav Yochanan hold that the case is when Barry said Ben Nechassai, as quoted, and therefore it is for that reason that the fruit are mutter. Because Barry said that these fruit, my fruit, will be also to you, Andrew. And so, guess what? Once Shemitah hit, they're no longer your fruit, Barry. They're no longer in your jurisdiction. And therefore, Andrew can eat them. As opposed to Rabbi Shmuel, but a chasam elu. And Rabbi Shmuel, the reason they said that the fruit are even usher during Shemitah is because Barry didn't say, my fruit are going to be usher to you, Andrew. He said, Orchard A is going to be usher to you. And, they, and therefore, everybody agrees. As the Gemara says, velo pligi. Rav and Shmuel and Rav Yochanan and Reish Lakish, they argued with each other and they argued as groups, but they all agreed on the same thing. There is no machlokas here, Barry. This is something that everybody could agree to based on these Stam Mishnayis and Daf Menvav and Menzaim. That when you say it's my fruit, you lose your jurisdiction once it's no longer in your jurisdiction in Shemitah. And when you say this orchard, everybody's going to agree to what we consider to be a Chiddush, that even though you lose your jurisdiction over the fruit of the orchard, in Shemitah, because you set it up before Shemitah, and because you said categorically this entire orchard, not my orchard, but this entire orchard, that it'll be us to the fruit, will be us to Andrew, even during Shemitah. So all of this is, uh, is agreed upon by all four of them. Okay? Rav, Shmuel, Yochanan, and Rish Lakish. Fine. Finishing off, for Vashriya Senyor, the Tochsadeu. So the Gemara asks, Wait a minute. Andrew can't trespass on Barry's field. Okay, but why can he eat the fruit, the fruit that's hanging out uh, off the field? Why is he allowed to? So the Gemara says, well, the Well, it's Shemitah. Those bears are ownerless. They're Hefker. So, so says the Gemara, But isn't the land also Hefker on Shemitah? Uh, if you want, we can go off on a two-week, right, Yarchekala to discuss which aspects of Shemitah uh, right, work and what is and isn't usher, but you know, on the basic level, the land is also hefker. So why is he not allowed to enter the field? Why can't he trespass if it, both the land and the fruit are usher? That's a really good question. Because really, it's not trespassing on shemitah. You're allowed to walk into the field if the guy is keeping shemitah. Uh, that was a good question that I hid the ball. I didn't mention it until now, but it's a really good question. So Amar Ula, 
two answers. Don't forget, we had already on Lama Tess with regards to the Bikr Cholom, Machlokas Ula Rashim Bila Yakim, and here they come again. Amar Ula Ula says it's a case where the trees are on the border, okay, and the fruit's accessible from the outside. So, therefore, it's talking specifically about a case where it's not necessary to enter the field. If it's not necessary to enter the field in order to access them, that's when it's Asr. Whereas Rashim bin El Yakim Amar Gezera Shema Yisha Be'amida. As he had said or, uh, or, uh, earlier, with regards to Baker Cholim, if somebody was Moder Hana, right, from, uh, right, Shimon was not enough from Ruvain. So it means that Shimon can't have enough from Ruvain. So can Ruvain come and visit him if he's sick? So there, said, there too we said, he could stand, the Mishnah said, he could stand, but he can't sit. So why? Because we think that if he sits, he's going to come chill and give him more enough. For the mitzvah, mitzvah's allowed from the Hennessin. And for the mitzvah, he's allowed to do. But to sit and chill and kibitz, that's already, he's not allowed to overstay his welcome. Of course, the Rod thinks that this is, this is wild, because in the case of Bikr Cholim, right, on Lamates, he said, wait a minute, he can stand? It's Gzair Hashem Yishab Amida. The Gzair is maybe he will stand. So, in other words, yeah, but of course, it's different context. Why bothers the Ron is beyond me. Uh, in other words, when you're apple picking in an orchard, then the idea is you're going to stand there and that's the hana, right? That's what's, you're lingering and you're standing and the guy, the owner of the orchard says, it's almost sundown, you have to leave and you say, where did all the time go? I'm having such a good time. Whereas when you're visiting somebody when they're sick, you don't stand, that's not what you do. You usually sit and that's when you lose track of time. So it's different contexts in, but, but it's the same idea. In an orchard, you lose track of time when you're standing and therefore there's a gzer shema yisha be'amida according to Rav Shem Yakim, and therefore that's why you can't go in. Even though trespassing is allowed, if you start to really linger and, and start apple picking and enjoying yourself and making a picnic for the family, then you're violated. In other words, even you're allowed to go for Shemitah, but you're not allowed to just like make it into a family vacation. Where, and that's the same idea that we're worried about when Bikr Cholim on Lamates, where if you're going to end up sitting and kibitzing, it's going to be beyond the, the scope of what's allowed and Therefore, it is for that reason it'll be also. So we'll uh, continue tomorrow on the bottom of Bays and Bays with the Mishnah.